Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're so glad you're with us today in this holiday season. I'm Dr. Rowan Nadler. Dr. Kathy Greenberg is with us today, my esteemed host for over 13 years. And we're focusing on what top performers do. You know we have our best-selling book, Emotional Brilliance, uh, which you can get on Amazon. We'll give you some of the uh, freebies that you can get with that as a gift. And today we're going to talk about holiday actions that may happen from some of the hijacks that you have or some of the hurts around this holiday time. You know, there's so much going on and the high expectations that we all have that you really need your emotional brilliance to be at your best. And we'll kind of go through what happens during these uh, holiday times. And we're always focusing on giving you a few tips, a few tactics, a few things that you can do maybe a little bit different, maybe a little bit more, so that you can be brilliant in the moment. So, Kathy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Riley. I'd like to um, say hello to everybody who is listening today and just let you know that today's show, we're going to add some humor. We're going to try to lighten up the moment around this idea of, of hijacks. And many of us, you know, have been living in this, I'll just say tragic mental experience that has been the pandemic and the result of that pandemic for almost a year now. And with that in mind, Relly and I want to help you with some holiday actions to move from those hijacks that you've been feeling, the triggers that you have been, you know, essentially... Uh, popping off uh, to a much more relaxed, happy, as much as we can be happy, but at least a more mellow and satisfying holiday, especially because we can't be with many of our loved ones this year. Uh, we are, we're suffering a little bit from the lack of contact with those loved ones. So, Relly, um, I'm going to let you do your magic, and I'm just going to add some humor as much as possible. And I guess we can start with the fact that both of us were raised as, um, as, as Jewish, although I come from a mixed household. Uh, my mother converted, 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 converted to Judaism, and... Um, it's funny, right? We we uh, we had lots of Christmas trees and beautiful decorations, uh, regardless. But my father called it the Hanukkah bush, and um, we we made everything blue and white. It was beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, I think uh, we talked about this, and I think me growing up in a Reformed Jewish family, and it kind of tells about my mom. Early on, she just said. This is such a great holiday. <clears throat> I don't want my kids to miss this. So for a while, we would have the uh, uh, light the candles for Hanukkah, but almost 
every every year it was really around Christmas and the anticipation and the trees and the presents and all that. And then I think after a while we stopped uh, lighting the Hanukkah uh, lights. Um, but Christmas has always been really important. And in my family, you know, my wife uh, is very much into the holidays, as is my daughter. And we'll be kind of talking about yeah. these kind of expectations of this special time that we have and this idea that it doesn't always work out that way. You know, especially right now, the CDC says about 42% of us are feeling either anxiety or depression because of the COVID consequences. And so then you add that to the emotions that we already have for uh, is this a special time? And then with COVID, the loneliness, the sadness, the boredom, the isolation, the kind of the irritability. When is this going to get over? You know, fortunately now we got the vaccine co- vaccine coming, but it still could be quite a while. And we also know the more frequency of alcohol and drug use. And you add all these into this emotional cocktail that this is when people really need to be brilliant and to use their emotional intelligence because otherwise, you know, we can feel empty, unfulfilled, depressed, and we've talked to Kathy about this hijack, and the hijack is when you're just not your best. Your emotions take over. It's your emotional reactions take over, and it's like, oh, why did I say that? Oh, why did I do that? Oh, what am I thinking? Well, what happens with the hijack, temporarily, you're muting your IQ. You're just not as smart as you can be because this flood of emotions, sometimes it's called flooding, and so we're just not thinking well. We'll talk, Kathy, about kind of some of the main reasons for that, you know, as we kind of get into it. Well, I'm going to tell you that one of the main reasons for me being triggered this time of year is unlike your family, which obviously enjoyed, you know, the Festival of Lights and it became Christmas, in our family, we're so nuts that we do the eight days of Hanukkah and then we do the pre-family Christmas with the members of the family we won't see for Christmas, and then we do Christmas, we're broke by January <laughs> of the new year. The? So, you know, and then you get triggered because it's like, hey, I told you I was buying that gift for that person, yeah. and you knew I was going to buy that gift for that person, so why did you go and buy that gift and give it to them during Hanukkah when you knew I was going to give it to them during Christmas? So... <laughs> <laughs> you stole you, know, you stole my thunder new, on that one. Yeah, that's what it, yeah, uh, happens with the it's gift. It's a whole new world of you know how to argue um, around COVID, uh, and especially if you come from the loud family. You know, the lo- the one thing I love about our ethnicity, if I could if I could be so bold as to call it an ethnicity, is you know some of us came from the uh, Ashkenazi Jewish background. Some of us came from the Sephardic. One is Middle East and one is uh, Eastern European. And so some of us are very Middle Eastern in our loudness. <laughs> and then that, some of us are, are very European, you know, in, in our uh, ability to, um, uh, to use our uh, emotional intelligence with uh, a little more finesse. So um, you'll obviously be the finesse, and I'll obviously be (laughs) the loud and out of control. 
So that's it laughing out of control. Well, I think you know my family is more on the uh, Eastern European, and and so uh, on both sides, and so yeah, a little bit more kind of stayed and and, and straight. Um, and so we're going to look at this uh, acronym of dire. So you know, and then we'll also look at kind of these holiday actions. So you know these dire results that you may get from the holidays. The first one of the D for the dire is decision fatigue. Kathy, just like you're saying, how do we get the perfect gift? And, oh, someone else got this gift, and then what should I, you know, should I order it on Amazon? Is it going to get here in time? Um, Or do I go to the post office? Do I really want to stand in line with all these people? You know, for COVID, that's, you know, that's these micro decisions that we have over and over that we really have decision fatigue and this idea of why people get angry at colleagues and families um, we splurge on clothes we buy junk foods at supermarkets Roy Baumaster who wrote the book on willpower says it's decision fatigue and you're basically one of the examples and we've seen this just kind of making the decision on what to get the perfect gift what size what color you know think of all of that when we're in the grocery stores, and you think about now just you know, shopping, if you're in a store in and out, you want to get in and out quick, um, you have this impulse buy. And the impulse buy is, I'm just going to get it. And what's basically at the counter? All those peppermint patties and the M&Ms and all those impulse buys. And, and the folks who, they put them there because they know we've got such decision fatigue. Or it may be on Amazon, if you like this, maybe you want that. And because we're so tired and the willpower gets drained from all these decisions that we have impulse buys. Well, so that's and you know, that, that's because the children that are with us are the ones that perpetuate those impulse buys. Right. <laughs> right. And then, I just want to share, I just wanted to share this little um, funny bit of humor as we go through the, the dire, the D-I-R-E, we have a prayer in our family. Um, it's called, buy me, take me, bring me. I need, I want, I have to have, I cannot live without. <laughs> so this wow. is like the inflated expectations yeah. right, that go yeah. along with the decision fatigue. Man, that is just a formula yeah. for what, well, what we all know as a trigger. That's funny. Buy me, take me, bring me. You know, one of the things we did in our family, our, our kids now are 23 and 27, but just the distinction, because, of course, they want to buy me, and that's the impulse control. So what I would say to them is the distinction between a looking day and a buying day. And I'd say, nope, nope, this is just a looking day. We're not getting anything. And so just how that impulse control that, oh, this is only a looking day. <laughs> and I like it. So, I like it. Parents, friends, family. Everybody hear that? I love it. Right. It's a looking well, day, not a buying day. So we want to give out as many little tips as we can. We're first starting about you know oh, yeah. why, why we get hijacked. So you got the decision fatigue, but then we've already kind of mentioned some of this, Kathy, the inflated expectations about the holidays, that idea, and I, you know, I know this has happened for me. We'll get your response. All the information and decisions around getting something for my wife. Now, she is really challenging to buy for. And, you know, so I, I spend all this time, I spend all this uh, in, uh, desires to get just the right thing so that when she opens it up, I can see that special look. And that special look is, wow, you know me. 
you know exactly what I wanted. This is so good. Um, my uh, success rate is under 50%. You know, as far as that, <laughs> even though I try. I you're not listening to this show today. <laughs> <laughs> well, she knows, she knows this. So what we've done, and this is, again, some of the emotions. So uh, because so many times, you know, you, you, uh, she opens it up and the excitement, she goes, oh, oh, thanks. And you can kind of hear it in her voice. And for me, it's that letdown. Oh, man. And so sometimes I've been successful, but as of recently or for quite a while, she just tells me what she wants, and I tell her what I want, and sometimes she even buys what she wants, and then I'll give it to her. That way, even though it takes some of the specialness out of it, and we're going through that right now, um, it's like, hey, at least you get what you want. So tell me kind of well, how you, know you guys what? Let feel me give you that. Let me give you a little hint So yeah. here to, to, from me to you, okay? Instead of going through the emotional hurt, right, and the re-injuring of the possibility that somebody's not going to like your gift, so you ask them what they want, try this. Are you ready? Yeah. I used to go out, and I would look at three things. Uh-huh. So it's what I wanted, but it was three things. Oh, so that's it might good, have been, yeah. right, three, three different versions of what I wanted. Right. Okay? And then I would come back, and I was very specific. I had the serial numbers where you could get them, <laughs> the links to <laughs> yep. purchase them. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, and back in the day, I would do that so, you know, they'd also know what store to go to. But yeah. the reality is that worked like a charm because I got what I wanted, but yeah. it was still a surprise because I didn't know which of the things yeah. I wanted that I was yeah. going to get. Well, that's good. And my wife would do that because it's exactly because of, you know, She's let down in some unflated experiences if, she, if I pick it out myself. So that, that's a good target. And typically what I would do then, I'd probably get all three things that, that you wanted. <laughs> and I think that I, you know, then it's the bonus period. But I think the other piece of this, and this is a good tip for the, for the husbands. My wife's kind of taught me this. I have, I'm not necessarily doing it. But when you go shopping, uh, and now we're not out shopping like we used to you know, because of COVID, but she would kind of say, oh, I really like this. Oh, this is really good. And underneath that, what she's saying is, remember this. So for a while, <laughs> I would have a thing in my planner <laughs> that I would have gift ideas. And if I can remember, she, oh, she's giving me a hint. And then the idea that I listened to her, I remembered, and I got it. So, again, uh, I'm not good that good at that, but I think that is a, a holiday tip. You know, and you, you can give the female side of this, Kathy. When you're saying, I really like that, it's really saying, remember this, will you, dummy? And get it for me. <laughs> well, and, you know, and vice versa, right? So for, for the, you know, the men and loved ones in our lives or the people we work with, one of the things that we can also do, which I love, is we can collect the things, right, that we hear people say, yeah. And we can translate that. So if somebody says, boy, you know, this has been a rough week. I'd really like to spend more time with my kids in the future. Or, you know, my wife just went through a bout of, um, you know, of chemo. And I just feel bad that I haven't been there for, for, you know, for them. One of the best things we can do as a good leader or a team member or just a collaborative friend at work is to remember people and to remember to say 
what you really want to say in the moment, which is, you know, I hope this holiday you get to spend the time with loved ones. Um, whether it's on Zoom, whether it's on the phone, you know, whether it's outside their window, uh, I know that's so important to you because just like you said, Relly, and you said it so beautifully, what people are really saying when they say something like, I wish I could spend more time, it's, it's a wish that they are giving you that you can help them also achieve and remember. And I don't think there's a better gift as a team member or a collaborative friend uh, or a leader uh, is to give them that time and yep. give them that opportunity. And uh, that's so true, Kathy. We're, gonna, we're, we're going through kind of what triggers us, but that you know, we're going to get to exactly what you said as yeah. far as uh, being in the moment and that presentness, you know, uh, presentness, I don't know if that's a word, but being present with them uh, in the moment and giving them your attention. Yeah, exactly. So it looks like- well, you know, we're going to go. We're going to go to a quick, quick break, Rally. And for those of you who are listening, we're only going to do two breaks today. So um, we have so much to share. And the one thing I just want you to hear is how much we love our fans, our friends, our family, uh, all the wonderful people who have been in our lives and taught us and reminded us. Uh, what we do best, and that is serving others who are serving the people in this world who really need us. So don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to a special edition of Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Kathy and I are talking about some of the holiday hurts and hijacks, and then now we're going to talk a little bit more about how to turn this into uh, even even more happiness. But before we do that, a couple things. One is our website, www.eblifebook.com. We have our platform for e-learning, and you can get seven days to check it out and to really see what's there for you and uh, for you and your organization. Kathy, you want to say something about that? And then I'll finish talking about the dire, the R and the E of dire. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that we're very excited about 
um, is giving away as much as we can. Uh, you know, we gave the books away on Amazon uh, for 99 cents, uh, and we are giving this seven-day all-access pass uh, as a free gift for anybody who would like to share. And we're happy for you to give this as a gift to people in your life. You know, a lot of us don't have the spending power that we did prior to COVID. This is one way for us to give each of the people in our lives, professional or personal, something that they can really use. Um, So the free gift is for seven days of unlimited access, and you can see why uh, it's the best time to take your emotional intelligence skills to the next level. All you need to do is go to www.eblifebook.academy. And it'll take you to a page. All you need to do is put in your email address. We don't ask for any credit card information, anything other than your name and your email. And that is so we can put you into the seven-day unlimited access program. We don't sell to you. We don't try to get you to buy things you don't want. There's no clickbait, okay? It's for you from us, and please share it. It's wonderful You'll get a lot out of it, and so will the people that you love. Well, thanks, Kathy. And I know we're you know, constantly putting more and more of our information in there so that we can kind of reach our, as wide an audience as we can. So let me kind of finish with the dire results, and then we'll go into all the positive stuff. So we got um, decision fatigue, inflated expectations. The R is we get reactive, but we also regress. And any time we're kind of back with our family, to me, this was always so interesting. I go back to my family home when I, uh, when I was younger. It's like all of a sudden I'm this young child again, and I'm in this role of my family. And you think about the family roles. You know, you have the family hero. You have the scapegoat. You have the family clown. You have what's called the last lost child. You have the agitator. You have the angel. And so all of a sudden back with family, all these roles get, get activated. That's the R. And then the E we talked about is all the emotional hurts and the re-injuring. And so it's like you have a scab on you if you, if you got injured and it, the scab gets knocked off and all of a sudden things ooze out. It's that emotional hurt. There we go again. Even though it may have happened years and years ago, it's all those emotional hurts. Well, you know, really, every family, regardless of, you know, whether they want to admit it or not, has that right under the surface. You know, my loved one uh, and his sister make a game out of the fact that he was mom's favorite. You know, this is the discussion the two of them have. So these are two, you know, 40-some old-aged adults (laughs) who are still arguing, right, about who was mom's favorite. And, and sadly, uh, your mom has recently passed. And it's not only a way for them to, if you will, give light to their mom who is right. missing her first Christmas with them, but it's their way of continuing that love, that jest. Um, but sometimes when it's overused, it does become an emotional hurt 
And it does right. create re-injure to the point where it will trigger some pretty serious arguments. So yeah. I think what our listeners need to hear is um, sometimes we use it in jest, right? But if we're not careful, we cross that boundary yeah. and then we trigger somebody. So even though it's happened a long time ago, and, and we have this in our book, Kathy, this uh, in emotional brilliance, this idea that we think emotions uh, or feelings are biodegradable. If we just don't feel it, they'll be gone. It'll disappear, you know, like something that's biodegradable. But these emotions and these feelings are not biodegradable. They just kind of sit there, and so they get activated. And it's like uh, you're all, you know, you're always interrupting me. You always got to be the center of attention. It's like the person could be totally different. You know, we know with brain plasticity, we're changing every day. And then when we get accused of you always, you never, you know, those big words, always, never, those could have been 20, 30, 40 years old memories about the person. The person in front of you is not that person anymore. But, you know, we kind of project those feelings on them, and that's that whole regression and those hurt feelings that get uh, oozed out. So one way yeah, and to help... I was just going to say that I, I don't want to... Um labor this really, but I just, I just want to say that remembering this, D-I-R-E, right? Decision fatigue, inflated expectations, reactive and regressed, and emotional hurts and re-injuring, D-I-R-E. What a great way to remember the things that we don't want to do, right, to trigger ourselves and those around us. It's such yeah. a small opportunity for success uh, when we're with our families. That small opportunity for success is being able to hold back. And that small opportunity in today's pandemic and unfortunately sensitive environment is going to be the winning formula for everyone to enjoy a holiday, whether it's on Zoom, voice-to-voice, or if you're fortunate enough, you know, to be with your family over the holiday in person. So this is great. Well, so let's, uh, thanks, Kathy. Let's, let's talk about so what we can do. So we talked about if, if, you, if you're on, we're on autopilot, and if you're on autopilot, you may get dire results. But let's talk about getting real, R-E-A-L. We're going to talk about realistic expectations. We're going to uh, also talk about uh, experiencing the moment. You kind of highlighted that. We're going to, that's the E for real. We're going to talk about uh, accept and let go of certain feelings. And then we're also going to talk about how do you love and learn. So that's the kind of the get real. And so one tip would be as we're moving into the holidays, how do you have a goal for each of your loved ones? I mean, a goal of what you really want to say, you know, think about it. You know, maybe it's, it's just how much you appreciate them or uh, giving them special thanks. But this idea for each person, what would be a, a goal? And so I'll, I'll uh, kind of share a little bit, you know, for, for me. Um, you know, my, my wife now is going through saying goodbye to her, her father, um, you know, and he probably is going to live for a little bit while longer, but she's with him now. And so I really want to support her and just her strength, but her ability to love 
and and be present and really being able to kind of share that. And then my daughter's going to be here, and so one of the goals with her is she's such a uh, emotionally intelligent and dynamo spirit, uh, you know, in her where she's at in her chapter of life of exploring and learning and discovering. And so I just want to—I've already said this—is what a joy it is for me to just witness who she is becoming, and not only witness but be a part of that, you know. And she's really good about kind of dropping in conversations. And what I mean is dropping, you know, being significant, asking really significant questions, you know. So what are your top three things if you look back at your life that are most important? So she's turning into a little uh, uh, group leader, you know, and she's doing a lot of that. Um, And then my brother, and then Kath will zip over to you. You don't have to go through everybody. But for my brother, I just really want to talk about his spirit and how much I appreciate him being in the moment. And he's all empathy and how that's really important. And then probably for my son would be, um, again, kind of watching him develop to who he wants to be and his love for music and, and following his passion and, you know, just how dedicated he is. So maybe those are two or three sentences in the grander conversation, but for our audience, what do you want to say? Because you, we can get mixed uh, and lose those moments. So how, how do you capture those moments with your significant others? You know, Riley, as you're talking about acknowledging uh, when you have an opportunity uh, to acknowledge, I would say one of the most beautiful opportunities we have during this holiday season where our interactions uh, with the people who deserve acknowledgement are so limited that we often reflect on the things that we believe they might like to be reminded of, especially during a time when they don't feel that kind of um, acknowledgement. Uh, that kind of uh, uh, of love, you know, grit right now is probably the biggest um, advantage that many of us have built in over the years as adults. And so, watching the junior people around us develop uh, that that grit, that ability to manage toughness, um, can sometimes over, I, I kind of over um, overlay uh, the things that people should be acknowledged for instead of, you know, focusing on how tough people can be or how resilient people can be. Uh, sometimes it's a good thing to remind people that it's okay to reminisce. It's okay to want things to be different. Uh, and to acknowledge the fact that there were times in all of our lives where we wanted things to have a different outcome. So recognizing individuals by acknowledging, you know, their empathy or their flexibility or any of the other beautiful emotional intelligence traits that we, uh, you know, we, we surface and love uh, with our clients when they embrace them. 
it's also good to remind people that it's okay if, if, if something that you wished had turned out different uh, is memorable. You know, there, there are things that we all have to accept in life that sometimes, right. you know, we're, we're, we're hesitant uh, to accept. But being real uh, is experiencing the moment, right, in a way that allows everybody to feel what they need to feel without shame or guilt or judgment. So you, you mentioned a lot of really good things there, Kathy. I want to just say one thing, and then we can get into you know, I think you were highlighting the experience of the moment and accepting you know, the E and the A. Um, but one good tip around kind of the saying what you want to say, um, and I pass this on with, uh, to my family around my wife's father, is can you write a letter? Instead of kind of capturing the moment, if there's a lot of people around, if, um, how do you write this stuff down so that a person can read it and in the kind of that quietness of really just uh, reading what's significant? You know, the other part of this, Kathy, is experiencing the moment and just tr- truly being with people and truly listening and, and celebrating them. You know, we interviewed uh, some years ago Martin Seligman, who's the father of positive psychology, and the idea of just listening and this idea of celebrating the whatever goes on with them. Often, well, I think what happens is there's a topic with your, your significant others, and we have what I would call a dual monologue, which isn't really listening. It's a topic in common, but each of you are sharing your experience with that, that, that topic, which is, you know, we do that most of the time. Truly listening, and we have this acronym of SITS, S-I-T-S, you want to stay in their story. So tell me more about why you did that. Well, how did they select you? Oh, that sounds really interesting. You know, what are you going to do with that? What's your next step? Where are you going to go with that? You know, these questionings of letting them really feel heard is a way to be in the moment with them and some of the skills. And we'll have some of these skills on our platform at eblife.com, you know, slash academy. But that's where people really feel heard. Stephen Covey has this uh, adage that listening is to the relationship as breath is to the body. If we don't have breath in anybody that's got asthma or things like that, if you can't breathe for, for you know, 10 seconds, a minute, you know, it's panicking. Well, we, we know when someone's not listening and we do selective listening. Or they, instead of staying our story, they steal the story. And, and in my family, we talk about that as, there's certain people in our life that you say one thing and they steal it. Now it's their story. So how do you stay in their story? How do you truly listen? I mean, that can be a gift during this holiday season. When, um, when I hear you speak, Relly, you know, it obviously resonates. Um, this year, we've lost uh, four very important family members. Um, 2020... Uh, has not been uh, good to a lot of people uh, who've lost uh, family members and multiple family members. But I think one of the things that we can do, and I love that Father Mike Mannion, who you all have heard me talk about, Monsignor Michael Mannion, who is the 
chaplain for the FBI and law enforcement uh, here in the East Region, he always says, when we experience a moment of reflection that is joyful, whether the people we are experiencing are present or past, we invigorate our mind and our body with that same beautiful formula of happiness that we experienced at the moment and time that that story occurred. And one of the exercises he does, and I would ask everybody who's listening, who has um, a, I'd say a, a reflection that can bring them into the present moment in a positive way, even though the person may have passed, please take the opportunity to do this little exercise because it is brilliant in the moment every time I watch him do this. He does a mass every every year right before Christmas, and it's the memory mass. And he lines the papers, uh, lines the walls of, of the building that he does this in. It's a small gathering, maybe 100 people. And he lines the walls with, with paper, and he asks individuals or couples to come up and write the names of uh, one or two people that they would like to uh, memorialize at this service. And it's not a religious uh, type of service. It's a memorial, and he calls it a celebration of life. And so everybody writes down the name. And then he goes through the names, and he asks for the story about the person whose name was written. And guaranteed, guaranteed, every one of those beautiful stories, no matter how many times they've been spoken, they feel the same, they enlighten, they engage, they create the vision of the moment, and the joy that the individuals feel in that moment washes away any pain, any loss, and any hurt. So experiencing the moment is a beautiful way to reflect this holiday season. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is a special edition of Leadership Development News. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Are you a fearless leader? 
fearless leaders stop at nothing to win while engaging others through positive action. Fearless leaders operate with a strong sense of freedom. They embrace the courage to fail. They respond to challenges with resilience. They operate from a higher consciousness, and they excel through a mindset for success to increase everyone's ROL, or return on leadership. You can, too. Let Dr. Kathy Greenberg and a rare team of special operations coaches help you realize your full potential at fearlessleadersgroup.com. The Fearless Leaders Group applies a powerful coach approach beyond tools and techniques by fundamentally transforming a leader's core abilities and approaches to any business in as little as 90 days. Act now and receive a free bonus. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com. Take the free assessment and find out what you are truly capable of. Go to fearlessleadersquiz.com to find the fearless leader in you and discover how being fearless truly equals freedom. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. So welcome back to Leadership Development News. And, uh, Kathy, let me just uh, follow up on what you're, you're saying. Because I think when someone uh, passes away, sometimes we don't know what to do. But just to follow up on what you're saying is to tell stories about them. And I think, Kathy, like you said, they're, they're alive in your heart. And, you, and what you're feeling is that love for them. And so this is a good time. And if you're you know, in the family and you're, you're on Zoom or whatever and you're thinking about your parents or, or, or someone that's passed away from COVID, tell stories about them because that brings them to life in the moment so that E, for real, uh, is experience the moment, so the listening, telling stories. You mentioned the A, Kathy, and this is a hard one. Mm-hmm. How do you accept your emotions and be yeah. able to let go of them? And so what does a feeling want to do? If you were asked a feeling, so what's, what's your goal? What do you want to do? The feeling would say, you know, I just want to get out, get recognized, get over. And so this whole idea that we've learned, and I think men have learned this, uh, we, you know, we, definitely, we know some of our listeners in law enforcement, um, you know, what do we know? We hold it in. Someone says, how you doing? We hold them off, and then we hold on. Hold in, hold others off. Hold on. Feelings aren't biodegradable, and that's a way that uh, you can stay stuck. The opposite of that is to let it out, you know, appropriately, let others in, and then you can really let go. So I think some of the skill is how do you let it out, and then who are you letting it out to? You don't want someone who's going to steal your story. You really want someone who is going to, uh, have empathy with you. And that kind of helps this acceptance of of all the stuff. With COVID, there's so many things, you know, that yeah. are, we don't want to accept. I was just going to say, yeah, I was just going to say, really, as you're, um, you know, you're bringing this up for people who I'm sure are reacting to it 
or responding to it, uh, what, whichever of the R words, they're, they're feeling something. And I will tell you that I, I was scared straight. I'll put it that way. I was scared yeah. straight by looking at the statistics of individuals who have sought online counseling. Okay, I'm not talking about people who have a coach. I'm talking about people who have literally turned to online psychologists, psychiatrists, and other virtual counselors because they don't know how to express what they're feeling to be able to accept it and let go. And I will tell you, coming from a family... Uh, of some highly dysfunctional people who I love, um, you know, who have had professional help uh, getting to the point where they can release an emotion without damaging or hurting someone close to them. And by the way, you know, the old joke, there was a healthy family world Congress and nobody came and there was a dysfunctional family world Congress and it was sold out for three years. (laughs) <laughs> you know, uh, I'm sure yeah. I'm not the only one, but you know what really what you're talking about is the sauce that makes the ability to accept and let go in a yeah. way that doesn't damage or hurt others. Yeah, right. So important because we hear it as well. If I share my pain, you're going to steal my story, and then you're going to steal my pain, and then I don't get the empathy because whatever it is you're right. feeling is more important than what I'm feeling, right? But think about the people who can't even express themselves, and all they do is get angry. They bottle it up. They walk outside. They take a walk. They they push people away. They don't even engage, and you can barely be around them. And that, you know, this gift of recognizing, the gift of being able to find solace and peace in your anger in your remorse, uh, because some of the stories I was talking about earlier uh, in the Father Mike example, you know, these are parents who've lost children. These are families that have lost parents to domestic violence. These are children who have lost brothers and sisters to inner city violence. This is not just your normal, somebody got sick and passed away. And interestingly right. enough, many of the people who died during COVID, as we know, have not died of COVID. They have unfortunately just become sick during a time when this COVID illness has been the focus. And I don't want to get into the politics of miscounting, but what I want to focus on is moving from acceptance to letting go and the skills to do that. And I know we have one more piece of real, but before we yeah. get there, Relly, I just want to make sure that everybody understands this isn't easy, but we're going to make it easy. We're going to make it as easy as we can. And you know that we are not a sales company. We are a service organization in service to others who serve those we know and love, whether it's in the workplace, on the home front, or in the battlefield. And... I cannot express to those of you who are listening, do yourself a favor. If you go into the www.evlife.academy 
and you sign up for the free seven day and you like it and you buy this ridiculously low priced, possibly the best thing you've ever done for yourself platform called the EB Life Academy, right? The Emotional Brilliance Academy. You're going to get all the good stuff that Relly and I are talking about. Why wouldn't you do it? Uh, it's free. Okay, you get so much free stuff. And the, the whole D-I-R-E, right? Decision fatigue, inflated expectations, react and regress or reactive and regressed, emotional hurts and that re-injuring, okay? How do you step out of that? How do you avoid that and step into real? There are ways to do that, and then there are ways to use realistic expectations and experiencing the moment and accepting and letting go skills. And that's our goal, from the heart. You know, Riley and I do so much free stuff for so many people because we love to be in service to others. So I'm going to be quiet now, but I cannot yeah. impress upon you how important it is to get the free stuff. <laughs> so Riley, I'm That's going to good. let well, you Well, it's definitely our, our gift. You get, you know, these articles, uh, these are just two of the you know, many, many, many things that we're saying. And if someone is, is letting out their emotions uh, to you, you know, our, our listeners, Part of this is to just let them speak, and you don't you don't have to fix people. And I think people try to no, say thank uh, you. jump in. They thank you, right? Thank you for sharing. Thank you yeah. for trusting me to listen, right? That's so simple. And just to, to kind of normalize whatever they're feeling, just kind of normalize it, and then kind of not feel like you have to fix it, you know, but ha- have them talk some more. And so the L or get real, is love and learn. And so that's a part of what we're talking about here is to really stay uh, with your compassion. You know, research has told us that when patients are in a hospital and they're treated with kindness with our first responders who are amazing, you know, what they're doing, you know, maybe borrow some of that compassion that we see in our first responders to your family. But we know when patients feel that, they they're uh, faster at healing their wounds. There's reduced pain. There's reduced anxiety. Um, There's reduced blood pressure. There's shorter hospital stays. So let's just take that as a learning for you with your family. You you know, it doesn't have to be someone in the hospital. Can you really listen, not fix, and can you just ooze out your compassion and love for them? And they're going to be... better for it, and as we know from the brain plasticity, that experience is going to change their brain. And so part of it for us is to get off autopilot so we can truly be there and kind of love and learn and and give at this time for them. Well, you know, Relly, this is one of the gifts that I gave this year. In every card I wrote, uh, in every gift card I gave uh, and, you know, I'm not bragging here. I'm just being open. You know, Father Mike uh, had some unwed mothers that needed caring for. Uh, and so I, you know, I said, tell me what you need. And I sent it. And I also sent the link. It's so easy, right? You can write it in a Christmas card, a holiday card, a, a, a Kwanzaa card, a, a, you know, whatever card you're writing, New Year's, right? 
an email. Sign the email. Try this. Take a look at this. It doesn't cost anybody anything, right? right. WWEB Life backslash Academy. And it is such a gift. And just seeing that there's something there with the word life in it <laughs> uh-huh. just gives people, right? They pause and it's like, oh, right? It, they just see the words and it makes a difference in their life. And I'm, yeah. I'm not saying this because we created it. We created it because of the passion we have for everybody out there that we've known over the past, you know, 50 years collectively of our lives who need this stuff, and they need it now more than ever. And my gift to everybody who's listening and who will listen from the on-demand portion, do yourself and your loved ones and those you work with and care about in your community the biggest, the biggest service you can during this year as we close out on 2020 and go into 2021 with such high hopes and, and such a, a gift for our grit and resilience. Give people the opportunity of resources, uh, the opportunity to learn skills, as, as Relly was beautifully articulating. All we need to learn to do is say thank you for sharing. We don't need to compare our pain, and we certainly don't need to adopt the pain of others. A little tiny link will change the lives of more people than you could ever imagine. Relly, I'm going to leave it to you to close, my dear. Okay. Well, Kathy, thanks so much for that, and I think uh, what we're talking about is emotional brilliance. We all have emotions, and some of these tips about how do we be brilliant, and you can go on. Kathy's been talking about our website, which is just, we're highlighting just a few of the tools that we have there. So we talked about the dire results, and how to get around it is to get real and uh, focus on what you can give and our ratio of three positives to one negative. Um, if you're on autopilot, we may have more negatives than positives. So take this time and really you know, give your love. Kathy's talked about our website, how you can really give some more support to people with EB Life um, slash Academy. So you've been listening to Leadership Development News. And we'll see you next go around. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.